Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome, 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 Chi-Town, to another edition of All Ball Chicago. I'm your co-host, Robert Bobby Reed, and I got the legend, the NBA veteran, Marcus Liberty, on the line. Marcus, what's up, big Marcus? What's going on, my beautiful people? You know it, man. I'm in the building. Man, it's been crazy, man. Last couple of days, man. It's been crazy around here, man. So, hope you all well, man. Hope everybody in your family is well, man. I'm ready to rock and roll, man. Hope you are, too. I hope your family's well, too, bro, man. With the recent outbreak of everything that's happening, we just going to touch on the sports part of it. Because we love sports. And we want everybody to be safe, but we're a little bit heartbroken. So, we want to talk about the heartbreak. No doubt. So I'm going to give it to you, big guy. What was on your mind with all of the cancellations, man? Man, you know, I was definitely, you know, saddened by it, but I do understand, you know, that you got to take, you got to be precautious about uh, what's going on, man, because what they don't know is hard, you know, to find a way for these guys to just go out and compete and not knowing really how they, you know, can get this, uh, virus, man. So big shout out to the NBA for shutting it down. I mean, we know two of their guys did contract this disease, but it, it is better to, to do it now than to do it later. Man. So until they get more information on, they suspended the season, uh, I think for 30 days, they said it was going to try to suspend it for 30 days to see where it goes after that. But then you got the college, man, college hoops. I mean, these kids poor, Pour their hearts out, man, to make it to the tournament, especially these teams that was on. I mean, they had to win their conference tournament to get in, and they gave it their all, man. And and now all of a sudden they can't, you know, even get to the tournament, get to the tournament and compete, man, and have that one shining moment. Man, could you imagine how that feel? Could you imagine right before you guys get ready to go to the final four, right, Lib in '89? They tell you, game off. What do you what do you feel like? You you've been there. I know you you ain't been to this magnitude, but imagine putting yourself in that situation, man. I I can I definitely can imagine myself in that situation, man, because I was a student athlete and and to 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 see it, just think, just imagine if that was that 1989, you know, team that went made it all the way to the final four. And all of a sudden, we 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 put our all into it, and then all of a sudden. It was, it was taken away just like that, you know, like we, we were on a roll, like it was teams, I think it was building momentum, you know, now in the, in, in, in a conference tournament, it was building some momentum and all of a sudden now it's, it's gone, you know, because, you know, of this coronavirus situation that we have. So if that was our team, yeah, I would be devastated, man, because a lot of us, that's what we play for. We play for, you know, the national championships. We, we want to, you know, show the NBA scouts what we all about because NBA scouts be at those games, you know, and, and to see it just taken away. I know a lot of those seniors, um, I hope they do something about it, man. Find a way that these seniors can get that year, another year uh, so they can play, you know, basketball again for their colleges. Maybe at least a half of a year, but take me through the mind of Charlie Moore, Charlie Moore and Io. The sumo, I think I pronounced that right. 
They won that big game the other night against Xavier. DePaul did. Charlie played his tail off. And then Io played his tail off against Iowa the other night. to put it, So they got a bye going into something and they had to do with that. Take me through their mind coming from Chicago and you know the grind of Chicago kids to get to this point. Well, it's two different it's two different situations, right? Okay. It was it was for the Paul Blue Demons and Charlie Moore, it was do or die. You know, like right. if you don't win, if you don't win your conference, you know, you're you're not making it to the tournament. You're not much. making it. You're not going. Right. IO situation was in a good position. You know, I, I think Illinois was that fourth seed in the Big Ten tournament. So they got a double bye. So they would they didn't have to play until Saturday, which is today. A double so they bye. didn't, yeah, a double buy in the Big Ten. So they didn't really have to play until today. And they probably was going to face the team that they had all of that, you know, commotion and, you know, things with at home, their last home game, which was Iowa. So they probably would have to play Iowa again, again? for the third time. Ooh, that would have been a tough one. How many times so, they beat them? Uh, Iowa beat them at home at Iowa, and Illinois beat them at Illinois. So it was oh. one and one. Oh, okay. So, so, so the cards, you know, were a little dealt, a little different for the two guys. But they, we both know what they, they're capable of doing, both of the players. You know, I think a lot of Chicago kids live uh, for moments like this when their back's against the wall. And, and when people are talking, they're writing, you know, their teams, their teammates off and their team off. So these guys have the chip on their shoulder. Like, you know what? I'm going to prove everybody you know, that we can, we can, we can still win this thing. And you saw that with Charlie Moore at DePaul when he beat Xavier and Xavier beat them, I think twice. Uh, yeah. And I.O. came, I mean, not I.O., but uh, Charlie Moore came through and, and, in a big way, in a major I mean, way. And that, I think they were that second do... half, man, he just put on a doggone clinic, man. He just got his composure and, and those shots that he usually would take, he started passing them. He found the boy, uh, Paul Reed, big fella down there. I mean, it was masterful. One time going up the break, he looked dude off, caught a guy going up the middle. Dude was trailing, going straight up the middle. I just thought it was masterful, man, the way that he played down the stretch. So that was my first time really seeing him, like, close out a big game. And that was Like great. I told you, man, you have to, you know, when, when you have kids, and just think about this, man. I know I'm jumping, but when we were, when we were all playing, we were Chicago kids. That's what we played. We played like we had a chip on our shoulders when we played against other teams. Like, man, we about to we about to give it to you guys, you know. So I'm pretty sure that's how the mindset that Charlie Moore was thinking. You know what, Xavier, y'all beat us, but it's not gonna happen. We in we in Madison Square Garden, the lights are bright, and I'm mm -hmm. coming to play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a beautiful thing. So now and they don't get to play. And what do what do we do from here? How do how do we answer the bell reconciliation with these young people? What's your what would you if you're the GM, you're the commander in chief, how do you fix this? Well, I, I definitely would say, man, you have to give these kids at least another shot, you know, by letting them come back, the ones that's excuse me, the ones that's seniors. Um, but like I only, I think Charlie Moore still had one more year left. I think he would still have more, one more year left. Yeah, yeah, he got one more year left. So, so Charlie still can come back and do his thing. But for those who's going to put their name in the draft, I mean, it's this. Like, I, I'm, we're going to talk about the high school in Chicago too. But this is a sound of the same situation. So, 
if you have guys that have potential to go to the NBA, but the NBA scouts just want to see them a little bit more, they come to these tournaments. They come to the, the, the Big East tournaments. They come to the NCAA tournaments if you get invited. They go to the NITs. So they go out and still try to do the evaluation of these players. And now they just don't have that opportunity to do it no more because of the coronavirus situation that we have now. Yeah, man, that's unfortunate. It's definitely unfortunate. I just think about the seniors, you know, those senior kids. Like that last hurrah. I mean, you want to feel like you lost it. You don't want to feel like it was taken. You know, you want to go out there on the floor, at least give it a shot, man. And uh, like, they'll get it like back, I, though. They'll get it like back. I always, like I always said, man, you, some situations, some things you just can't control. This is one of those things that we cannot control. So it happened, you know, and I, I'm pretty sure some of the kids and their parents were like, you know what? I'm kind of happy, not happy, but I'm glad it didn't, they didn't let y'all play because we don't know how you can contract this. So it's, I think it's a win situation as far as that go. But at the same time, we know our kids, how competitive they are. They wanted to probably, you know, play a game or games to see how far they can go. Right. Yeah, man. So yeah, that's, then, that's, that's a heartbreaker. It is. It's heartbreaking, man, because I know you like basketball. I love watching basketball, and that I was looking forward to it. I mean, I saw DePaul beat Xavier. I was excited, and I was looking forward to Illinois playing today, oh, whoever they might have played. But it gives us an opportunity to talk about it on our show, All Ball Chicago, about you know, what's going on and how we think and how we, you know, hope it plays out, you know, hope that hopefully the NBA will continue, but we don't know about that either. But we know, we know the main concern is to protect our players. So well, that's number one, first and foremost, but then it became a trickle down effect. Once one league started canceling, they all started canceling the PGA, uh, baseball, <laughs> baseball, Training camps all over the place, man. I mean, let's get to high school. How about those serious, high school man. kids? They canceled all of that. They they closed the schools down too, bro. They they, they closed. They, I mean, they which they need to, man. I mean, until you know, we could get a a, a hand, a grip on it, man, and 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 get more effort, information out. Uh, so people can understand really what's at stake. I mean, we all should be doing this anyway, which is in our hands and, and making sure, you know, we're taking our, taking care of our bodies. Um, we should be doing that anyway. But it's good that they are saying, you know, make sure you, you know, do those things. But high school basketball, man, it's huge. I mean, in Chicago, you know. Around people, the world. It is, man, but we're talking about Chicago. Chicago right, 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 you know, right. But, but, yeah, no, you, you're right. But in some states, it's already over. Like here in Florida, I think the state championship was already over. Um, but in Chicago, we was just getting to the to nitty-gritty of it. You yeah, know? I think yeah. Whitney, Young, Whitney Young High School was going to play Curie. Yeah, Whitney Young just beat, beat Simeon, man. You know, so, beat my so, beloved school. It's crazy how they format it. It seems like they play each other the same. <laughs> it's always the same three teams just battling yeah. it out for that to go downstate, you know. Uh, yeah, they knock each state. other out, right? Yeah. yeah. That's that so, 4A, though, man. 
that's that four A. So yeah, man. But what but, was you saying? But back to but back to what I was saying when I when I mentioned the NBA. Oh no, when I mentioned the college guys want to get looks. But it's the same situation with high school guys. They they need to get some extra looks. And I'm not talking about your 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 elites, you know, quote unquote players uh, like your DJ Stewart, who already you know basically you know, is going to Duke. Yeah, he's going uh-huh. to Duke. Adam Miller, he's he's committed to the University of Illinois. I'm talking about those bubble guys, you know, right on the bubble of being a, a mid-major or or or, or a high-major type player. They need these games because now people, these college got these college uh, recruiters, they come and look because it's like, oh, I was asleep on this guy. I didn't know he can ball out like this. So now you're getting some, you know, getting some more looks and getting your eyes on these players. And now they just won't have that opportunity to get looks. So now where do those players go? You know, they 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 qualified academically. Now, if they, you know, on a bubble, they might have to take a D2 school or 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 low low major school to um to go play ball when they was trying to say you know what i'm, I'm shooting for that high major you know i think so we'll end up come up with a bunch of showcases once they once this thing open back up and it will you're gonna see a ton of showcases coming up now man everybody gonna be trying to have one with d1 coaches d1 coaches will be there d1 coaches will be there <laughs> you know oh and, and bob they might even do this I mean, we we talked about doing something like this before. They might start live streaming everything. Well, that's so what we people, gotta do, man. So, you know? but that's what I think they're gonna. That's what you're gonna see probably a lot of that too. Live screen, live streaming. So, college coaches and assistant coaches they can get behind the desk like we are right now behind each other's desk, you know, and and, and watch and, the live and doing stream. Show, you know, but we own stream. we own the rights to that, man. So whenever we ready to activate that, we got that, man. Yeah, so, so yeah. I know, I know, I, d- I definitely know a lot of kids, especially seniors, man, are, are really down because this was their big moment to to prove that they can play on a big stage and get things done and hopefully get recruited by some bigger some bigger schools. Um, and that's not going to probably happen. But like you said, I'm pretty sure if this thing gets resolved, it's going to be some 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 events that seniors can participate in and, and, and hopefully get these looks, get the looks that they deserve. So, wow, that's, that's, that's something else, man. It's been a pummel down effect as far as the business and everything with all these kids and parents. And I know there's a serious level of depression. And uh, I mean, if you had to tell everybody, if you wanted to give these kids some advice, what, what, I mean, the parents, what would you tell them right now? If you had to tell them something, what would it be? Well, well, I think uh, our kids in general, like they follow in their they, they moms or their parents' footsteps, right? Uh-huh. So if you see if you see your mom panicking and, 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 and oh, I don't know what's gonna happen, then of course you're gonna you're gonna feel that effect and you're gonna start panicking and and doing the same thing. So I think we all should just be calm. I mean, pay attention uh, to the news, of course, but I wouldn't believe everything on the news, but pay attention to the news. Um, they, they, they give you some things that you need to make sure you're taking care of because they do have some doctors on there. Uh, you know, like washing your hands and doing what the, the proper things. Don't be shaking hands, you know. This right. is the way you can, you know, get the disease transferred to someone else. So you want to just um, 
be be cautious, man, about that. You know, hugging, and I know we we like we love hugging and and, and dapping up people and giving handshakes, but you know, we just got to be careful. And I think the parents. You, you know, you, you can educate your kids at home about, you know, make sure they do the proper things and all that. So they look up to you. So make sure you do that. And also, you know, to let you let your kids know that there's going to be more opportunities for great things to happen. Maybe this happened for a reason. You know, I always look at things, man, for the better. You know, I don't look at the things for the worse, you know, so this this year, this too shall pass. Oh, that's beautiful, man. I, I, I definitely agree with you on that. And, um, you know, I was thinking, man, this would be a good time to really, really, uh, you know, let people know that you do help parents with recruitment, you know. So parents who are looking to place their kids, you know, you will have to evaluate them before you take them on, but you was doing some recruiting. You want to talk about that? Yeah, Bob. Man, I've been, I've been helping a lot of people, man, and I, I, you know, just off of my love of the game, actually, you know, like I want to, I want to continue to try to help kids, but I also be real, you know, a lot of times people are not real with their kids, you know, some people want their kids to be D ones, and I have to tell them he is a D two, D three player. Of course, they keep pushing the envelope man, come on, you got to, you got to get them now. You got to get them. So I go ahead and do the favor and I, and I get the response back and I share that information with, you know, the parents and, and they still don't want to believe it, man. I said, look here, this is what they said, exactly what they said, word for word, that your son is not a D, not D1 material. You know, mm -hmm. he needs to work on some things, but he's a senior. So either you go, and this is the information I give them. Either you can go post-grad, get better, work uh -huh. on your game and try to develop. Post-grad being a prep school. A prep school. You know, so you can you can get that extra year. It's like an extra year of high school, right? Uh -huh. You can do that and go that route if you truly believe that your son is this type of player. Or you can go ahead and just try to get that D2 scholarship, uh, and most D2s don't, you know, give you full rides. Of course, they give you, you know, partial scholarships. But they can be creative if you got good grades and all that. So I'm telling this to this guy, you know, that, that really wanted his son to be, you know, on the D1 circuit. I mean, on, the, on that D1 school. And it just it's just not going to happen. So sometimes you have to be honest. But I get it all the time, Bob, about, you know, can, can my son play D1? And then some... I'm like, I don't know how your son, you know, is not getting looked because he's he's got the talent, he's got the skills. I just don't understand what they what they looking at, you know. So you know what? They only give out so many scholarships, though. They only got so many scholarships every year, positions, man. And that's what one thing we all have to understand, you know. You, that, and that's why I tell people, like they'll tell me a school, like a certain particular school, and I'm like, well, your son is a guard. They already have three, four guards. You right. Know, do you really want to send your kid there? And one of them is a freshman. So that means that freshman is probably going to be there, I'm going to say, at least three years. Right. So your your son is going to be sitting behind him for at least three years. Do you yeah. want that? You yeah, know, that's so, a tough one, man. That's so I, one, I, 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 I try to break it down, you know, so they can understand it, you know, that everybody, 
And you see it on social media a lot that people, some people say, you know, be careful what you ask for because if your son is not on that level, he will get exposed. You know, right. so, so I always said is like, I'm, I, I keep going back to Javon, my nephew, Javon Freeman Liberty, is when he was playing, he, he used to get so frustrated, you know, on the circuit when he was playing that why am I not getting the looks and I bust this guy up, I bust this guy up, and I'm not, I'm not getting no major looks. And I just told him like this. I said, I said, Javon, just keep balling, just keep playing. It'll all happen, you know. And then one, one tournament, EYBL circuit. I mean, he got down. Of course, it was all mid-major schools, but I told him sometimes that's what you, if that's what's dealt to you right now, go ahead and prove that you can ball out at the mid-major schools. And then you go from there, you know, and he's, he's, been, he's been doing that. So I always try to tell kids, don't get so caught up in certain names or certain programs. Understand who you are and what you can bring to the table, no matter where you're at, or no matter what school you go to. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's, that's big, man. I think that one thing kids don't understand is uh, the projectile of being able to go to a Division One school and being there to play ball in its reality. Because it's only like one, what one percent or three percent of athletes get scholarships every year to go to school, you know that's mm-hmm. that's the likelihood. So that means you have a better chance of going in as a walk-on, you know, and then and figuring it out, you know. So uh, I think man, we just all have to live in our own reality and, and believe, you know, continue to not not give up on what you want to do, but you know, live in your reality and don't get outside your body. But Bob, do you do do, uh, do you think sometimes it's the parents' reality or is it the kids' reality of, of where they want to go and where you know where they see they you know themselves fit? Like for instance, if you had a kid, right? And I know you do have a kid that plays basketball, but I'm just talking in general now. Like uh-huh. If you had a kid and you say, "Man, I want my son to go to Duke," and he keeps hearing Duke, 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 when he know He's SIU, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so in his mind, he's like, "I'm SIU," but my my dad keeps saying Duke, Duke, Duke. So now he's he's confused of what you know what he what kind of player he really is. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes our parents can confuse the situation by saying one thing when the kid already know what type of player he is. Right. But, you know, uh, to piggyback on that, what happens with these kids, like you said, though, they get to plan against kids who do go D1 and they have good games against them. And they be like, well, he went. You know what I'm saying? But it, right. it's a luck of the draw, man. It's right. one of those things, just the luck of the draw, man. I see and the I'll, kid. Uh, go ahead. And I'll say this, too, Bob, what you just said, that's one game, right? That's one game you had a good game. These kids who they recruited, like these elite kids, they have good games a lot. You know, uh-huh. more so than just one game that somebody shines. You know, like I said about Javon, he busts some guys. But but the scouts are looking at it like, mm, that's one game. Now, I didn't see this guy who's nationally ranked didn't give it to people day, night in and day out. You know, I mean, day in and night out, day uh-huh. in and night out. They giving it to people. So these scouts, they know, they see it. You know, yeah, such such had a great game that game. Let's see him do it again tomorrow. I see uh circle back to DePaul. I see the kid Devin Gage, he red shirted. 
Hmm. So he redshirted and he transferred. He redshirted this year. So he transferred. So I wonder why. Did they say why he redshirted? Was he was he hurt? Was he injured? I think he was uh, hurt. Or I think they say he was hurt. So he took an injury redshirt. Uh, so he got this year back. So he's uh, So that was smart. That yeah. was smart. You know, if you if you feel, I mean, I don't know about the situation, but if he was hurt, I mean, that was a good you know choice by you know redshirting him instead of saying let's get you healthy, get you back on the court, maybe take this year off, get yourself healthy, and then I'm thinking. If I was him, he'd probably looking at it like, and they got guards in front of me. Maybe I need to just transfer. So now, if he transfer, you know they they supposed to be changing the rules. You get you can get the play, you know, immediately. Don't quote me on that because it's not out yet. But I'm I'm assuming that they are, you know, they've been talking about kids can transfer and be eligible immediately. That's beautiful. So, so we just we just got to wait and see on that. But man, I, I've. I, I hope the kid goes somewhere and, and, and lands at a good spe- a good place where he can play. Uh, he goes somewhere like an Arkansas State or something. You know what I'm saying? He got to go, go somewhere like that. You know, sometimes I mean, even, that, even DePaul, DePaul's a, a really huge program. And even, you if go, he goes right, even if he goes right up the road, I mean, UIC, uh, UIC wouldn't be a bad spot for him. You know, like it's, it's still home. Right, uh, but they got they at first they got to get a coach because I I just heard that they fired the coach over there. I was so. finna say that, but I didn't want to say it. But I was pretty sure that, and yeah. they let they. I think we we got a few coaches who who done got kind of let go this year in, in Illinois. Yeah, what I understand. I won't say names until I get it all in writing. But yeah, it's a tough. It's a it's tough, man. That that coaching spectrum to be able to to maintain a job when you're having uh three three losing seasons, man. That's tough. Yeah. But you know, I always I always think I always think like this, man. Like when you get guys that's coaching at mid-major schools, what is, you know, your expectations of that coach? Do you want to win the national championship? Maybe that's probably not going to happen. I'm just going to be real. When right? the last mid-major to win it? What's the last mid-major? Man, I can't remember, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna pull that up. <laughs> hey, you I'm can pull that, that one up. I'm pull that up. But 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 I'm saying like, what's the expectations? Like, do you just want to have a winning season? I mean, you some of these athletic directors have it in their minds of what what they see and what they want to see happen. You know, I know they're not gonna come out public and say it, but you're not gonna win, you know, a national championship at a mid-major, not right off the top, you know. So it takes time for you to build your program up. And I don't know how long that guy, the coach, been at UIC, but I'm assuming he's been there at least three, four years, three, at least three years, three, four years. So that was enough time for him to get the right guys in to try to get what he needed to to win, you know, the game. They got lucky. I mean, they almost won a conference. I'm not going to say lucky. They got, they, got, they got to the championship game and they – well, they they would have got to the championship game. Which one was it? They lost. They beat Rice State, and they lost to Northern Kentucky. And Northern Kentucky won it all, I think, right? Yeah, so Northern Kentucky. So they lost in the championship game, and they conference in the rising conference. So, and he gets fired. So wow. after what what is the expectation? What you really want? He got he he got the team all the way to the conference ty- uh, championship game. Uh, I, I guess that wasn't enough. Yeah, that's that's something. So, so did you look it up? Did you, did you find out? 
say, uh, well, they got it based on like rankings, the top ten. So uh, is T- Temple's a mid major? Um, the conference, they're in a good conference. So yeah, the conference I look at, it. but they got yeah, Temple was nineteen eighty eight uh, with Mark Macon. Right. See, I look at the conference. Like Atlantic Ten wasn't wasn't a bad conference. I'm talking about like somebody from the Horizon League, you know, win it all. Right. Nobody won. Let me see who won it all. Uh, U- Utah, nineteen ninety eight. So people like oh, in Iowa's conference. Uh, Butler is considered. They are. They they do consider Butler and. And then those are mid-major schools, though. Gonzaga in so, 2013. They ranked them Gonzaga top 10. So Louisville in 1980. No, Louisville ain't no mid-major, though. Oh. I mean, back then, back then they were in a different conference. So I think they were in a metro uh, conference back then. But, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's hard to win, man, if you're not one of those, <laughs> excuse me, powerhouse uh, – Conferences, no. Okay, so they said uh, UNLV, nineteen eighty one, nineteen ninety one. That was it. They were in the Mountain. What they were in the Mountain West. They was in the Big West back then. Big West. Okay, so, so there was a mid. I mean, yeah, that's. But shit, they didn't have no mid major players. <laughs> they didn't have no mid-major players, I tell you that. But they uh, won it one year though, and they lost it the next year, right? They lost to Duke. They lost to Duke. Yeah. Right, you're right. They no, they didn't have <laughs> Grandmama Milo, little Stacy Hog with them. Nah, you're right. They ain't had no, they ain't had, they ain't had no mid-major players. See, that's what I, so so let's talk about that. So you say we said we just said UNLV was a mid-major school. Yeah, all those then. guys went. All those guys went to play for uh, UNLV, who was coached by Jerry Tarkani, right? So they looked at the personnel who was coaching that school team and said, "I want to go play for that guy because mm-hmm. they saw what he was all about, no matter what school he was at." So these guys formed a bond. And said, you know what? We get we got all these elite players. Let's go win a championship. Yeah, they did it, and they did it. You and know, and that and it, that man. and that was the same situation with us at the University of Illinois. Let's you know all this talent. Let's see if we can gel together. Let's see if we can build momentum during the tournament because you have, you have to have that momentum. You gotta. You have to have that that fire, that 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 power, that fight power, uh-huh. uh, to get you know through those eat through each round, and you have to be mentally tough. And I think with the talent that we had back then coming out of Chicago, it was it was almost a given that we was going to battle. We knew we was going to battle. Now, what Ooh. happened after that was to, was truly up to the coach how he played, how he substituted, how he did certain things. So. We knew we was going to do our part, whether, you know, we were coming off the bench or we were going to go in, we were going to start. We was just ready to play. So Chicago – Go ahead. I was just going to say, Chicago uh, guys always have that mentality no matter what. I'm going to be ready when he call up on me. 
Okay, who who wins these games? It's the last three games. It's the last uh, three teams left. And y'all got to battle it out for the national championship. Your team from 1989, that Juwan Howard and them was that 94, 95. Okay. And then you got LJ and them 1991. Because I consider those three teams two of the three of the most dominant college basketball teams, you know, I've ever seen, you know, pound for pound. I'm talking about one through five, dude. I mean, anybody put on the floor. <clears throat> That's why I'm glad you said that because I had plenty of conversations with people about this. And I always say this. If you if you compare well, not even compare. Don't let's not compare the teams. Let's see who's gonna beat. Like, let's break it down, kind of. Let's break it down. So you have the Michigan, what they call themselves, the five. Huh? Y'all they call go to the gym? The five five. Come here, Kobe. Come okay, here. they call them the five five, right? Come here. So lean over here. Let me say so what's up to Marcus, man. This is my boy Kobe. Live, what's this up, my Kobe? boy Kobe. I can't even. He can't see it. <laughs> Is he going to the gym? Yeah, they on their way to the gym, boy. And all the boys hey, home, go get man. Them sh- tell them go get them shots up. Okay. They right there. Go get them right, shots up, man. All right, go ahead, Liv. What but was yeah, saying? So, so, so I'm saying you got Michigan, the Fab Five, right? So you got Illinois. And you right. said UNLV. I look at all of those teams you, you talked about, and the five starters were dope. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. That's what I'm saying. think about this. Nobody really talks about this. What about the guys that's coming off the bench? So you got Illinois. You got me, Irvin Small, Larry Smith. You got some killers coming off that bench. Can you name the killers coming off UNLV bench? Can you name the killers that's coming off of Michigan bench? That wins the game right there, buddy. That wins the game. That wins the game right there. Right. And I'm not knocking on none of those, you know, those teams, but I just always say, what have what if one of those guys get in foul trouble? Who's gonna step up? Right. Who who would who you gonna bring? I'll give you a perfect example. We played against Louisville in the tournament. Purvis Ellis, the Bradford Smith, Kenny Payne. They got some. They got some dogs. Uh-huh. Kenny Battle gets hurt. Lowell Hamilton get hurt. Gets hurt. These are our two starters. Me and Irvin Small gets called upon to get in the game. I started. We beat Louisville. Ooh, we beat this. Louisville. Let's go. <laughs> I came. I was coming off the bench for that team, but Coach Henson started me because. Lowell Hamilton and Kenny Battle was hurt. Started me. I came in, had 14 points, eight rebounds. That's big. We won that game. And we won that game. Nasty. So I really don't want to talk about that no more. I don't want to hear it coming out your mouth, Bob. I don't need to hear from (laughs) nobody else's mouth. That squad we had, man, is one of the greatest teams to come out. Period. I'm a state of Illinois. Period. Hands down. One of the greatest college teams ever. Come on, man. 
Come on, man. Man, y'all came close, man. Uh, getting the whole thing. We did, done. man. We we came close, man. We we did. We came close. I think that's the only team that ever done that though in Illinois. I mean, no, Michigan. I mean, uh, our Illinois. Uh, the 2005 team got all the way to the championship game. Well, who? Remember Darren Williams and them and D Brown. 2005, Illinois team got all the way to the championship game and lost to North Carolina. Oh, I forgot about that. See, you forgot about it because it wasn't like, you know, they didn't have that, mm, that, right. that, 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 they, that they had some, they had some great players. I mean, D Brown and, and Darren Williams and James Augustine and, and Roger Powell, they had some, they had some Luther head, they had some ball players and people try to compare that team to our team too. And I, and, and, and I know we should be celebrating because we both went there, but that team wouldn't. That team couldn't stand it. I mean, a chance. To, you, know, <laughs> you know, they were too. They were too, too little. little. Too little. Too little, man. Too little. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, man, I, I mean, I, 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 I enjoyed this 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 segment, man. And uh, I know it's uh, we've been on we've been on for a minute. We've been on for a minute, Bob. So, yes, and I know have, you bro. like to talk. I like to talk. <laughs> you ain't lying. <laughs> you know. You ain't lying. Well, man, this is so a good we'll, one. You're we'll. right, man. We're going to have to make sure people tune in, man. Make sure y'all downloading the podcast on the Believe Network. Go on there and download it. You don't just have to watch the video. And we got nine shows up now. Y'all y'all make sure y'all go over there and download and listen to Liv give the spiel because I'll be sitting back watching these shows, cracking up like, dang, man, he know what he's talking about, man. You know what you're talking man, about, Man, dude. And sometimes I'm just going off the cranium, too. So I don't even, we don't even have the researches, the researches and the resources that we, you know, need. Sometimes I just remember things, man, that happened and where it, when it didn't happen and, and just go from there. But, you know, it's great, man, to have, you know, people that have that knowledge uh, to help someone, you know, that's what we all about. All Ball Chicago is really about trying to share our knowledge and also give, you know, a kid an opportunity. I mean, we, we, we want Chicago to be back on the map as far as, you know, getting recruited, you know, kids coming, college coming in, recruiting our kids and just giving them that opportunity, man. So sometimes, you know, people just don't want to come into Chicago because of what they heard. So we just wanted to give that that voice to those kids, man, that, that needs that, that, that look. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. But this was a good one, man. This goes up immediately. This is our weekend edition. So we're going to drop this one immediately. And man, y'all keep to the podcast, man, with your boy, the host, Marcus Liberty, the legend, and your boy, the co-host, Robert Bobby Reed. What we finna do, big Marcus? It's time for me to unlace these shoes, man. Unlace these shoes, man. Today I got them on my Nikes, so I'm going to untie my Nikes. Nice. I, I laced them up real tight at the beginning, and they're getting a little too tight for me now, man. So it's time for me to unlace the shoes. That's my Adidas. I'm up out of here, man. Peace. Peace. I holla. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.